The Laws of Divorce, Chapter 9. This chapter has 41 halach, so there's no way to discuss each one in four minutes or even five or six minutes. So instead what I'll do is I'll try to point out some of the highlights and explain what the halacha is trying to teach us. In this way, hopefully, I'll keep it around four minutes, so as to hopefully avoid having to change the name of the podcast. The first few halachas introduce the concept of a divorce that is set to take effect after a specific period of time. This is different from a conditional divorce, both in terms of how it affects the woman who is divorced and in terms of how it is accomplished. So unlike conditions, it does not have to be spelled out both in the positive and negative, but unlike conditions, the woman is not divorced until the period of time passes. So with a conditional divorce, she could get married immediately, and as long as she fulfills the condition, that's fine. With a divorce after a period of time, she would not be able to get married until the time has passed. We see a similar thing with a divorce after a specific action takes place. So in other words, it's not a condition. The statement is, you'll be divorced after you pay me 200 zuz. There, she is not divorced until she pays 200 zuz. The language of a conditional divorce must make it clear that she is divorced on condition. If the condition precedes a divorce, then she's not divorced. For example, if he says, if you do not give me 200 zuz, this get is not effective, that is not a proper get. It is, however, possible to create a condition that a certain amount of time pass. So if he says, if I do not return between now and 30 days from now, that get is effective. And in such a case, if he attempts to return before 30 days, but is unable to, the get is effective and she is divorced. Even if the husband wanted to prevent the divorce by returning and was unable to do so by forces beyond his control. There is an exception to this general rule when a condition is made for her benefit rather than for his benefit. In such a case, he may nullify the get even if the condition has been fulfilled. If there is a time component in the condition, even if it is impossible for the condition to take place, like if he says, if I don't see you within 12 months and then he dies, she would still be required to wait the 12 months before performing yibum, and she still should not marry until the 12 months has passed. If an extremely sick person says the get will be effective if I die, it is as if he said it will take effect after I die, and his words therefore have no effect, because there is no divorce after death. Similarly, if he says you will be divorced after the sun rises and then he dies, she has not been divorced. Rather, she is a widow. If he says you are divorced on the condition that I do not arise from this sickness, and then he gets into an accident and dies, there is a doubt as to whether she is divorced or she is a widow. But in all these cases, we treat her as divorced from the time that she is given the get, until the time that the husband died, meaning he may not nullify her vows and the like, unless they were in yichud together, in which case the divorce is nullified. If a husband is worried that he will die and he does not want his wife to have to go through yibum, but he also does not want the divorce to be retroactive, he would have to say, if I do not die, this get will not be effective. If I die, this get will be effective. If I do not die, this get will be effective. That is, he would have to repeat the positive condition, and the positive one would come before the negative one. This takes us through Halacha 20. If a husband gives the get to someone and says, acquire this on behalf of my wife, so that she will not be required to fulfill yibum, and he gives her the get, but it does not reach her before he dies, the status of the divorce is in doubt. Recall that he may not appoint her shliach. But when he appoints a shliach, the shliach must follow his instructions, or the get is ineffective. So if he says, write a get after 12 months, and they write it within 12 months, even if they give it to her after 12 months, it is ineffective. But after the period of time they must wait before writing the get elapses, they must do so immediately. So if he says, write a get and give it to her after the first Shemitah cycle, they would write it within the first year, but they would give it to her after the cycle. And if they do not give it to her at the proper time, then it is ineffective. So if he says, after 12 months, and they give it to her after 12 months and 2 weeks, that's unacceptable. And if he enters into yichud with her, that is, he is alone with her, during the period of time before the get is given, the get should not be written and should not be given to her. This brings us through Halacha 25. If he says to ten people, write a get and give it to her, one should write on behalf of all of them. But if he says to ten people, all of you write a get and give it to her, it should be written in their presence. In the prior case, it's acceptable if one writes it and two sign it. In the latter case, they all would have to sign it. 
In any case, the witnesses should sign in one another's presence. If a husband says, give this get to my wife in such and such a place, and they give it in another place, she is not divorced. But if he says, give this get to my wife, she is in such and such a place, we assume he's giving them information and they can give it to her wherever. And the same thing is true about the woman's agent. She can tell the agent, accept it in this and this place. The agent accepts it in a different place. The woman is not divorced. But if she says, bring me the get in this and this place, the agent may bring it to her wherever she is. We've stated in the past that an agent may appoint another agent on his behalf. But this is not the case if he said, take this article from her and then give her the get. That would be a specific instruction to him. If, however, he did appoint another agent, as long as the agent kept those conditions, it would be valid. But if the agent gave her the get and then he received the item, that would not be following his conditions, and the get would be ineffective. If he was not clear about the order, then the order doesn't matter. As long as he received the article, she would be divorced. If the husband specifically said that only this agent may give it to her, then only this agent may give it to her. If the husband said to Ruvain, bring this to Shimon, he will know where my wife is so that he can give it to her. Shimon has been appointed, Ruvain has not been appointed.